another episode of the Two Idiots Podcast. I'm Reg. I'm Randy. We interrupt your regularly scheduled programming with breaking news. Breaking news. Support for the Two Idiots Podcast is brought to you by Manscaped. They are the best in men's below-the-belt waist grooming, and Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Ooh. Manscaped just launched in the UK and also in Canada. We've gone years without using the right tools for the job. You can be one of the first men in England and Canada to experience their life-changing products. Absolutely. You know, we've all been there where... You're shaving below the belt. You're getting ready for a date. You know, maybe maybe going out for an anniversary dinner. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you're getting a little vigorous. You're not paying attention because you've been there before. <laughs> All of a sudden, boom, you feel a sting, a pinch. Yep. Next thing you know, there's blood everywhere. Yep. I've definitely, definitely gone there using subpar products when you're kind of trimming the hedges a little bit, going around, you know, making ornaments. You know, make, yeah. making things look all nice. For sure. Uh, but then you definitely get the little, uh, little rip and tug, the little, little nip. You know, we all just want to keep it fresh, and that's why Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. The Manscaped engineering team has perfected the greatest ball trimmer ever created and just released the new and improved Lawnmower 3.0 in the UK and Canada. 3.0, the Lawnmower, which is a great name. I love it. Oh, it's excellent. <laughs> but their third generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents. Look at this. Oh, look at that. Look how shiny that is. Oh. Ooh, look at that. Now, when I tell you this thing's premium, I mean premium. This battery lasts up to 90 minutes on a single charge. Now, if you have to take 90 minutes, you should maybe do it a little more often. Yeah. But you can. You know you can. For you know, sure. Things get out of hand. You know, you let the grass grow in a little too long. Like that, you know, the neighbor beside you that never cuts their lawn. It's exactly. Like that. It's exactly. Like that. Now, you can also take this thing in the shower with you. It's completely waterproof. You can go in there. You can get, uh, get all nice and clean. Soap up. <laughs> Maybe jump in there with uh, with the wife or the girlfriend yeah, and clean you, up you make together, it a team effort. You know, get, make it make it a whole thing. Yeah, there's it. some hard to reach spots. You know, we all need a hand make every it now a, and make then. Make a day of it. And speaking of hard to reach spots, it has a light, so it also works as Look a flashlight. Say you're in a pinch, you're going in the crawl space looking for Christmas ornaments, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh, you don't have a flashlight handy. Hey, Bring your trimmer. Look at that. Your ball trimmer. Look at that. Yeah. Dual purpose. Yep. That's all I want in my machines is something <laughs> I can use more than one thing for. <laughs> yeah. Especially lights. You never know when you'll be, at, you know, say you're getting firewood for the bonfire. Bring your b- ball trimmer. Absolutely. Now <laughs> look. camping. <laughs> yeah. Now look, they've upgraded this thing to a 7,000 RPM motor with quiet stroke technology. Ooh. You could have the in-laws in the house. No <laughs> one's going to know what you're doing. Right? Sometimes you're worried like, oh, they're going to know I'm in here. But no, not anymore. You get the quiet stroke technology. As opposed to them thinking you're just taking an hour-long shift. Yeah, exactly. You can, uh, instead, trim your nuts. Exactly. Not that you should be showing your in-laws your balls, but you could. <laughs> you could. Uh, so let's not Yeah. So let's not forget about the charging stand. Show off your mower loud and proud. Look how stylish that is. Clean, cut. Snazzy. Stylish. You can Snazzy. show the in-laws this without exactly. any worries. So, yeah, it's powered by USB and... If you're listening to us speak right now, I want you to experience it firsthand for yourself. Let's get that bush to tush clean. Ooh, zip it right <laughs> off. Zippity doo da. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code idiots at manscaped.com. Let's make your testies their besties. The besties. Hey. <laughs> uh, that's idiots, I D I O T S, at manscaped.com. Now, we can't urge you guys enough. Go help them out. Go help us out. That's again, get 20% off with free shipping with the code idiots at manscaped.com. That's yep. 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. Use the code idiots, I D I O T S. Your balls will thank you. They will. And we will. Let's work together. Thank you. 
And joining us this week from somewhere near Portland, if I'm if I'm understanding correctly. Yes, Scott, the woods outside of Portland. Ah, okay, Mr. Scott Lampman. Scott Lampman, uh, hi. Yeah, introduce yourself. Say, tell us something about yourself. Hey, I'm I'm Scott. I live uh, uh, in an undisclosed location outside of Portland. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm self-employed, married, have a dog. Pretty boring guy. Um, <laughs> what do you want? Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Pretty, well. I should say the reason the reason that we got into contact was uh, you released <laughs> quite the inflammatory Facebook post. Um, well, actually, that's a good. That pun. was an accident, by the way. It, it was yeah. not by design. So was my pun. That's perfect. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but be that as it may, um, a friend of mine had shared it, and so then I, of course, had to share it as well. And then uh, and then here we are. So let's uh, we'll quickly read it. So basically, for those that haven't seen it. Um, it's on your Facebook. It's on my Facebook. I don't know if you shared it. Randy. I believe I did. Yeah, it's, it went around. Um, but seventeen thousand shares as of today. Jesus. Um, so basically, you were accidentally viral. But here, we'll quickly read it for people that don't know. It's basically uh, you'll you'll get it. You'll, yeah. You should. It should be pretty clear. Okay. So here we yep. go. The fires are a hoax. All caps. And even if they're not, they only kill a small percentage of the population. And you can't even trust those numbers. If someone dies of a heart attack while their house is burning down, that death is still counted as a fire death. And even if the deaths are higher, my family is fine. We don't live in or near a forest. So why is it okay to take my rights, my right to barbecue, my right to light fireworks at a gender reveal, my right to ride my quad in the woods? It's oppression. It's un-American. I've done my research and you won't change my mind. Wake up, sheeple. (laughs) So clearly that is... uh, satire based on the whole anti-masking debate Um, well unless you were deprived a lot of oxygen at birth and apparently a lot of people were (laughs) and people lost their fucking minds yeah right so like in the in the i broke a thousand shares in like an hour wow right uh, i'll backstory later uh and at first it was kind of amusing because it's just kind of my immediate friends and there were a bunch of shares and then it started sharing with people I didn't know. Most of the comments were positive and a few, a few haters, but then it just blew up yeah, from yeah. there. And I, people hated me for all kinds of different reasons. Obviously the people that took it seriously and thought I was absolutely serious. Yeah. The people that said, well, obviously you're joking, but this isn't funny. My brother died in a fire. And then there were the people that I, I don't even know one person. Yeah. We'll get into those later. It was crazy though. <laughs> It was crazy. I, well, by my yeah. count, it went around the world three or four times. You could see it when it was like, oh, they're waking up in Australia for a couple <laughs> days. There. I was just up all night just watching it, fascinated, like a slow motion car wreck. Yeah, that's incredible. And that's just it, because if people don't understand the context, which it, clearly, reading the comments, people didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, but to me, it was so clear. The minute I read it, I was like, that's hilarious. That's. I mean, of course, it's making fun of something that isn't funny but you're more making fun of the people that are not taking covid rules seriously and less about the fight it has almost nothing to do about the fires mm-hmm. it's just taking that you're allowed to the- use words and jokes that, that aren't what the joke is about yeah exactly yeah. and yeah. it was simply making a parallel how ridiculous this is because yeah. I, I wrote that the first day the smoke got so bad here you couldn't go outside of the house without just crying and tasting it and it was just the sun was this apocalyptic orange orb in the sky <laughs> yeah and it looked like mad max times and that's why i thought it was obviously funny yeah <laughs> yeah 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 so that was naive yeah <laughs> how long how long did it take you to write it two minutes something like that yeah i, w- I was outside 
smoking a cigarette in the fumes and came in for dinner. And my wife can always tell when I'm kind of working and noodling up here. Yeah. I'm eating dinner and not talking. She goes, what are you up to? I said, I have an idea, something I want to post. And so I wrote it while eating in my mind and then just ran over to the computer, send it to the internet. And, uh, and it just, it just took off instantly. So, yeah. Well, all the best decisions on the internet are made on a whim. We all know that. Yeah. Yeah. Everything that isn't well thought out is what does the best I find. Well, I mean, best is relative. My, uh, my wife did start to become concerned. I eventually became concerned when people started doxing me. And I didn't have any, like, overt death threats, but there were a lot of implicit death threats. Really? Right. And many, many people expressed their wishes that my family and I die screaming in a fire. So, Oh, jeez. My sister lives in Tennessee, and she's watching this all go on. And she's calling me, like, every day, like, I think you should pull this post and maybe <laughs> disable your profile for a while. Like, eh. Nah. <laughs> where it goes. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, so like even even being doxxed, I mean, for people that don't know, I mean, it's a pretty colloquial internet term now, I think, mm-hmm. for most people. But if you don't know what it means, it basically people, like they send like internet attack dogs after you to try and look for dirt, right? That's essentially yeah. what it means. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To find yeah. out where you live and where you work and your phone number and email addresses and all that stuff. Uh, I, I did have some of my... I'm a, a, a self-employed independent contractor, and I do InfoSec and IT and stuff for a number of different companies. And I had some of those associations on my Facebook profile. Oh, yeah. And one company I work with, who I won't name here, uh, the owner there, who posts all kinds of retarded, far-right shit on Facebook all the time. Somebody contacted him through Facebook Messenger. said, this is someone you have working for you. And like a little bitch... He called me like, you need to remove any references to blah, 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 blah. Hey, Tim, I'm talking about you, you little bitch. So, uh, you know, he's totally hypocritical. He posts all kinds of horrible things all the time. I post something mildly funny. Yeah. We can't be associated with that. Uh, so right. that was the really the worst the doxing got is we had to have a confrontation about that. <laughs> well, the yeah, the the hypocrisy of it, right? Like, yeah, people post things all day. But the minute, it, well, it's just like anything, right? Like social media, the internet, the minute you post something that doesn't agree with their view, mm-hmm. suddenly you're the monster. You know what I mean? And now it's like everything I posted is irrelevant because you're an asshole. Right? Yeah, exactly. Hypocrisy runs pretty wild these days. It's, it's astonishing. And, it really you know, does. I don't, I, I don't identify with any group or side or anything. I don't really label myself. But if I had to put myself on the spectrum, I'd say I'm probably left of center. Sure. Maybe right. a little bit fiscally conservative, socially liberal, but yeah. neither side wants me. I'm pro gun and pro choice and <laughs> pro gays and and pro small government. And so sure. neither, neither side wants me. I'm the enemy to both of them. So yeah, right. Yeah. Like Joe Rogan. Um, mm-hmm. Well, and it's, it's I think special- that means I'm doing it right. Well, I'm yeah. also perfectly willing to have my mind changed given new information. I want new information. Yeah, it's, it seems should. like in today's day and age, that's such a bad thing, right? Like yeah. You have to be left or right. There is no middle anymore. And you have to uh, totally align with everything that that side claims and All what they it. want. Yeah. And it, 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 and if you don't, or if you don't shriek it from the rooftops loud enough or whatever, somehow you're the enemy. Like, yeah, right. I'm just trying to make a living, yeah. take care of my house, my street, my community, uh, you know, the people that depend on me for a living. For sure. And, yeah. uh, uh, I don't have a whole lot of time for a lot more than that. I can, I, I'm outraged and upset too. 
Yeah. I have opinions. Of course. <laughs> but I'm, I, I don't, I, just like if I go door to door and tell everybody about Jesus, I don't think I'm going to change too many people's minds. <laughs> so I don't really have the energy to start screaming my political views sure. on Facebook to have arguments like I just did over the satire all day, yeah, every day. For sure. Uh, uh, a, a good friend of mine, she's very sweet, but she's way too wrapped up in this and far, 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 far left. Yeah. And she's all day, every day upset and goes to tears at least once a day over something that has happened. Last year, she's on vacation. And on day one of her vacation, I don't remember who said what or what Trump did or whatever. But she posts, I'm in tears right now because this happened. Like, <laughs> baby, you gotta you gotta turn off your fucking phone. Yeah. Yeah. Go to the pool or something. What are yeah. you doing? Take Live a, a day off. But no. It's like they feel like if if they don't keep this up all day every day, it's all gonna burn down or something. Oh, for sure. I don't mm-hmm. know. Well, especially um yeah, especially with politics or, or even if you can't even take a breath, like I you know, I like to be informed and, and I get a little revved up sometimes too, but it's just to be in tears about it, it's just you know, you gotta live your life. I yeah. I just recently saw uh I think it was a meme. I don't know who said it, but basically if you, what is it now? If you're into politics all day, every day, if that's your life, you're going to live a very miserable life. You know, it's just, there's, sure. it's not worth it. It's just, you, you have your opinion and, and that's fine, but it shouldn't be your whole be all end all. And, and especially, I mean, even in Canada, like, of course you guys seem to have <laughs> a bit more of a, uh, polar opposites in some ways, and and you have the big orange giant over there, um, you know, running the show, which mm-hmm. is is super fun for you, and it's great great comedy for us to watch in some way, but it's really depressing other ways. And but even in Canada, like we have a pretty stark left right divide. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're we're feeling the Americanization effects of the politics that come over on the news and everything. It's sort yeah. of starting to divide us much the same way for sure. And but at the same time, I still feel like. Canada overall is still okay, you know. <laughs> like, uh-huh. I don't know. What's what's your vibe from there? Because I've been wanting to talk to an American on the show for ages, um, kind of to get, especially like kind of boots on the ground, you know. Like, what first of all, what's your perception of Canada from where you are, and whether or not you perceive any difference or even notice us at all, and also just how's life in general being mm-hmm. south of the border right now? Well, as for Canada, what I know most about Canada is your national treasure, the kids in the hall. It's the best product ever produced. Excellent choice. We're peripherally aware of your politics and some of the stuff that goes on. But like the other day, we were talking about pot. And you said, oh, it's legal there. And and you're like, yeah, you guys got to get with the times. Like, is it legal in Canada? And I had to Google it. Like, oh, you yeah. guys have been legal forever. And so it's just very civilized and, yeah. and polite and things like that. Uh, we used to get up there every couple of years, go to Vancouver or Victoria it's just so pleasant to visit. Gorgeous Started person. locking down the border more, and I have kind of a shady past. <laughs> and so there's a question of even with the passport, if I can get into Canada. So we haven't been doing that anymore. Oh, but, yeah. uh, yes, we've, we've seen, and nothing in spe- uh, specifically comes to mind, but some of the controversy up there and some of the infighting that's been going on and mm-hmm. that whole polarizing and dividing, that seems to be by design. I mean, uh, I'll blame Twitter too, but Facebook seems to be the leader in this and just allowing this to happen and everything uh, falls under the umbrella of free speech. I could say any inflammatory, false bullshit that's designed to divide people uh, uh, and and claim it's my right to say whatever I want to do. And I'm all for rights, but this is some very clever 
insidious people have figured out how to do this thing and start dividing us up. And it's not just into two groups. We divide up on oh, yeah. all mm-hmm. kinds of ideological lines just all the time. And I think it's all because we're weaker divided, keep us all fighting amongst ourselves. And we can't do better as a society, as a country, as a whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, that's a great segue. I don't know what the end game is in that and why. <laughs> yeah. Well, but, it depends on who's running, uh, who's pulling the strings, right? So mm-hmm. when you have um, known inter- interference from from other countries like China, Russia, Iran, whoever, um, and, and, and huge nationalist countries, and they, yeah. and they feel better if if they can make us do worse. Exactly. I don't know sure. why that is exactly. I, I don't, I don't have that Schadenfreude kind of gene a little bit, <laughs> but you know, I, 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 anyway. I don't know. Yeah. Well, so, so speaking of that, so based on division and on and on you know, separating things and people getting angry. How's the U.S. doing? <laughs> this is, this is, I'm really curious what the history books are going to say about this period later. Yeah. And I guess right. it kind of depends on who comes out on top, what we're going to write down as, as what has happened. But Oof. Wow. Like just yeah. on my street, we have a pretty good, we're a little subdivision. Uh, we live, live in a small town, I don't know, 40 minutes outside of Portland. Uh, it's kind of a timber community, paper mill community. Uh, but the subdivisions, the, the uh, suburb developments, kind of a bedroom community for Intel and Nike. Oh, okay. So oh, we have okay. a lot of the metro people that live out here on our street. And we have left and right. And for the most part, people don't talk about it and put up their Trump flags and things like that. And we have a everyone can get together for a barbecue and a beer without <laughs> it being too big of a thing until uh, people have had a few beers and talk about it a little bit. Of course. Right. But as we get close to the election, People are starting to hang their Trump 2020 signs and people are starting to uh, uh, have some friction just on my street. Now, if you want to expand that out to Portland, we have the nonstop demonstrations. We had I don't know if you heard the news yesterday that the Proud Boys and the and the BLM people were supposed to have a clash and we had to deploy the state police and and a whole bunch of stuff. Mm. This was the first one that turned out to be kind of a bust. I think to Portland's credit, they announced that hey, we're going to deputize a bunch of officers federally. So if you attack one of these guys, you'll have a federal crime for us. I'll be a federal officer. Yeah. So I think that kind of helped diet down. So usually the protests start in the daytime and it's peaceful. And then the sun goes down and the families go home yeah. and the people yeah. with the Molotov cocktails and the rocks come in and start pelting each other in buildings and cops and things like that. Um Forgetting the one company that uh, I had uh, was upset about my post. Fucking Tim. Uh, One of the other companies I worked for, (laughs) pretty conservative company. COVID. Uh, Bunch of old people. uh, uh, Average age in the office, probably 62. Bunch of old white women. Right. (laughs) Pretty conservative company. And I do marketing for them. And the freaking line I have to walk on the most innocuous of topics of what we can say and do in our marketing it's exhausting. Yeah. Right. It's exhausting. Tried to offer, among other things, in a free giveaway for one of our dot com properties, free BLM stickers. And the CEO was like, blah, 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 too controversial. Like, yeah. Don't want to touch it. We're, we're, we do business in Portland. This is pretty yeah. safe. It's all right. Oh, it's going to offend somebody. Like, okay. Well, everything. Then uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, another one of our dot coms got an order for. I don't know if you were aware of these fake government cards talking about the American with Disabilities Act, saying, no. I have a medical condition. You can't ask me about it. I don't have to wear a mask. Oh, okay. yes. So one yeah. of the employees refused to print these 
fake cards for the anti-maskers and that created a whole <laughs> kerfuffle inside the company as well so it definitely is infiltrating my day-to-day life just in yeah. a practical mm-hmm. very practical manner wow so it's hard you almost you almost can't win no matter what you do nowadays oh, you're, yeah. at, you're either right or you're wrong and there's like you said there's no there's no middle ground anymore and it's frustrating yeah that's well, yeah, well, yeah. The, that the the blm the blm Black Lives Matter sticker that I was talking about. We bought that .com from this other company. And they have an Etsy page up. And they're pretty edgy lefty. And there was like evil baby Trump stickers and <laughs> impeach Trump stickers and all that stuff. And at that time, when it was first discovered that, oh, we got this with the company. What do we do with these? The CEO was like, people are buying them. Yeah, their money's green. I don't care. So I liked that attitude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we weren't as divided then as we are now. And now we say, oh, none of that. We can't have any of that associated with our company. So it's so toxic. Yeah. Like what? Because what do you do, right? I, uh, that like, even with with our with our podcast, like we're we're based in a in a very conservative area mm-hmm. of Canada, um, and but we touch on a lot of social issues, a lot of indigenous issues, a lot of political issues that most of the people around here don't subscribe to, yeah. and we've it's been fine like people either like it or they don't and frankly i don't really care that much whether right. they agree with me but um it's, it's interesting to see the fact that day to day now that you have to walk this tightrope especially if you're doing like if you're an outfacing build uh, business like what you're doing mm-hmm. um how do you because someone can find critique of everything like no matter what the ad is some someone on some side will be like it's not this enough it's not that enough it's too much of that it's like you can't even look at anything anymore what are you supposed to do and it's tough too because like with us you know we don't make any money from this really like (laughs) it's not affecting our lives right whether we do it or not but once it starts affecting your income what'd you say blow up today (laughs) absolutely yeah (laughs) maybe not in the right way So you once it starts the, affecting the your income, that you right, that's what that aren't gets tough. popular up there. Sorry? Tell me a little bit more about that. Oh. The indigenous issues really came stood out. What, what are you guys at odds with each other up there about right now? Well, that's that's a good question. Well, basically, that's um, if anything, the civil unrest in the U.S. I feel like has helped uh, rekindle a lot of or bring to the forefront a lot of the indigenous issues that Canada has historically been either ignoring or suppressing or and the kind of showing. Because Canada's, you know, we have the global perspective that we're this, you know, ultra progressive, super polite, wonderful place. Yeah, we um, got a pretty shady past too. Yeah, there's a lot of. I don't know if you heard of residential schools. I don't know if that's a thing where you were. Basically, uh, not to rehash it too much, but basically, the government of Canada, in unison with with I think it was the United Church and possibly the Catholic Church and other mm-hmm. churches, they built these quote residential schools to. It was actually from our prime minister to get the, quote, Indian out of the kid. So they would go to reserves, take the kids away, force them to go to these schools, indoctrinate them into whatever, quote, Canadian values were supposed to be. Um, They weren't allowed to speak their indigenous language. They weren't allowed Mm -hmm. to sing their songs. They were only allowed to go back to the reserve a couple times a year and basically just to make them white Canadians, right? Um, And then there was... Passive genocide, sort of. Exactly. Cultural genocide, it's huge. Um, The government of Canada officially apologized in 2008 for that, but whatever that's worth. Basically, stuff like that. Yeah, that's problem solved. Yeah, exactly, right? Pat yourself on the back and call it it a day. So basically, that's sort of a main thing. There's been tension with, much like in the U.S., um, in Canada, especially in Manitoba, where we are, 
I think our prison population is something like 60 or 70% indigenous, but they only make up like 18% of the population. So it's very similar in the U.S. where it's disproportionately minority groups getting targeted and getting whatever. Yeah, so things then, are... Yeah. yeah, and all the George Floyd stuff too brought out like the issues the indigenous are having with RCMP and police brutality and how... Yeah. They're, you know, uh, again, arrested at a higher rate and there's there's typically police tend to be more violent with them than, you know, white offenders. It's similar issues, but with different groups. Um, And so basically Canada in general, I still feel like is more stable and more progressive and more light (laughs) than than a lot of a lot of the U.S. in general. Mm -hmm. Um, But there's been a lot of our historical scars that seem to be coming to the forefront now. Yeah. How about those French Canadians? Are they like the worst or what? <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> it really depends on who you ask. Yeah. They make a damn good poutine. But, yeah. uh... <laughs> there's nothing, honestly, as as technically Western Canadians, there's a real bias, like a negative bias against the French, I guess, or mm-hmm. the Quebec French. Quebec in general. Yeah. yeah, and especially when you hear, like, if you're on a plane, in, in any Canadian airline, they have to. They do their safety briefing in English, and then they do it the exact same thing in French. But like, no, we don't speak French, but we have to listen right. to it, and it's it's terrible. Um, that like said, going to Vancouver and like I get some KFC and it's you know it's got French on the box. There's yeah. no, I haven't heard a single French speaking person <laughs> yeah. the whole time. I'm like this is stupid. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's very interesting. Uh, there is a bit of a bad history back in the day with with the French Canadians and stuff and. And for a time, they were basically considered second-class citizens because mm-hmm. I think the English took over Canada and then the French that were originally here, they were treated like shit, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I haven't looked into it. So there is something there, and it's kind of echoing through history. Um, but yeah, so they're, they're fine. They're fine people. Yeah. It's just they have a weird like stigma where we are. I don't know. They're fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's the way it goes. It's the way it goes. Um, but yeah, so... Speaking of the forest fires that you mentioned, is, is that still raging? I haven't, I haven't gotten up. Fires yet. are still raging. Um, after we met, uh, uh, we we had a bad number of days there. We did have a couple big rainstorms finally push through where I live, uh, so that cleaned out the air and raised the humidity and brought the temperatures down. Yeah, but the big fires are not out. So oh. and. We were about to have an unseasonable uh, 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 heat wave again. Mm-hmm. Uh, starting tomorrow, we're going to get up into the 80s Fahrenheit, but we could get into the uh, we could hit 90 by the end of the week. And the wind is about to shift uh-huh. and probably going to push the smoke all back here. Oh man! Uh, uh, the the good news is uh, not that it's good news. The towns that have burned and all that kind of stuff. There doesn't seem to be stuff like that in the way right now. Yeah, right. But that whole urban forest interface stuff, that was the worst. And that's where we lost lives and all the structures. And mm-hmm. I mean, again, entire towns just freaking wiped off the face of the planet. Um, uh, there could be some more in the path somewhere. But but yeah, we've got we've got m- many fires over 100,000 acres, oh, less yeah. than 50% contained. Uh, one of the biggest ones here is the Beachy Fire. They don't expect to contain that until the end of October. Oh, wow. So we're going to have a hell of a fire season. Yeah. Now the sky is clear and beautiful here today and it's a comfortable 72 and I can breathe and all that. So we're kind of enjoying it while we can and we expect another month of of uh, trouble. 
That's crazy. For sure. I was reading today and they said there's already been uh, 3.6 million acres of burned <laughs> up until a few days ago. And that's all across the the upper Midwest? or all uh, West Coast. So, yeah, so Washington, yeah. Oregon, California. Okay. I didn't know if it was just one state or the others, but okay. Um, that's yeah, it's, it's, unreal. The forests are pretty much contiguous. Yeah. And there's a mountain range there and that's where the lightning strikes happen and et cetera. And then there's, of course, the arson part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which... Uh, when I made my post, I'm like, I got, uh, and uh, some people said, oh, too soon. Like, no, comedy is tragedy plus time or timing. If yeah. I waited mm-hmm. two more days, the fires would have already been politicized and it would have felt flat. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I did it before the fires were politicized. But within 24 hours, the whole anti fuzz starting the fires thing started, right. which seemed pretty ridiculous to me. Turns out a whole bunch of people were setting fires. Most of them just seemed to be like mentally ill homeless, though. Oh, right. But that's not that's not the rights narrative. Is the the rights narrative is Antifa starting all these fires? Of course. So of anyway, course. I'm getting kind of off topic, but uh, in most of these places where the big fires have happened, there has been some arson as well. Hmm. In most cases, it seems like the fires were already burning, and I think just some crazy person is running in circles and. And then lighting fires. I don't know how they feel like they're going to deal with it that way, but there was, there's not one credible case of somebody you know you know that's that's antifa yeah. lighting the fire. I'm not saying it never happened, but oh, yeah. there's been no cases of that that, so, that they've documented and said, okay, this is that guy. Yeah. On that note, sort of. How do you feel about gender reveal parties? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody cares about your baby in the first place, and they yeah. care even less about its genitals. It's, <laughs> it's just narcissistic <laughs> bullshit. Yeah, they're getting just wild cried. too. Mm-hmm. There was one I just saw the the parents, I guess, whatever, had arranged. They had a big crane. They had a car hanging from it, and inside of it, I guess, were powder packs or yeah. whatever colored. And so basically they're standing there waiting and they timed it down and then the crane lets go of the car and it crashes to the ground and then, you know. A big puff of blue smoke yeah. comes out. Like, who gives a shit? I don't. Did you have a gender reveal? I don't even no, remember. No, we just had, uh, we just, my parents just came over and we put the pictures yeah. up on the TV and that was it. That seems way better to me. I don't know. <laughs> I just well, don't care. the people that cared about it too. Let's, you've already got your stupid baby shower and all this other stuff. Why do you need to make it more about you and more attention? Yeah. About your precious child. Oh my God, you had a baby. No one's ever done that before. <laughs> it's a rare. Oh wait, and special every single thing. person on the planet was born at one yeah. point, and we mostly have one of two possible sets of genders, by and large. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. People, man. <laughs> Apparently, yeah. this is just something that just started a few years ago. Yeah, and then it probably took yeah. off. You know, pregnant pregnant women. Uh, Jim Jeffries, you're aware of Jim Jeffries, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, 100%. He has a whole bit on the pregnant are cunts, and he won't back down <laughs> off that point. He goes on and on and on. But it's absolutely true. So yeah. difficult. So a pregnancy me, brings me, a wild me. animal, man. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Pregnant women are heroes. That's what I meant to say. <laughs> Stunning and brave. Um, but yeah, that's that's another thing I always find interesting. Like I, I don't have kids and I don't plan on having them. But when people say the miracle of childbirth, I'm like, well, it happens a lot. Yeah. So it's not a miracle. It's sort of like a regular thing. It's great. You know, I'm not shitting on anybody, but like, it's not really miraculous if it happens constantly. There's a popular bumper sticker down here in Portland that says six billion miracles is enough. <laughs> 
<laughs> We're overpopulated. <laughs> oh man. Oh, that's good. Yep. Anyway, so what? And if uh, I had the Thanos power, I'm not. I'm not going to pretend I wouldn't use it. <laughs> <laughs> what did it cost? Everything. Uh, um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, cool. Okay, so I I wanted to play a little a little game. I didn't tell Randy or you about this, but I wanted to to do a little uh, Canada trivia game. It'll be an average Canadian versus a not Canadian, and I want to see who's going to win. So I'm going to look like How a bad Canadian. To win that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and if okay. uh, the winner gets a crisp high five and a good job, buddy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, you ready? Let's yourself. do it. I, I don't think I could be ready for this, but let's do it. <laughs> I try not to make it too difficult for either of us or either of you. I'm, I know the answer, so I'm not going to participate. I'll be the Alex Trebek of it. Um, I feel like I'm just going to come out of this looking like a real <laughs> shitty Canadian. <laughs> and I totally put you on the spot for it, too. So that's even better. So this is fun. Okay. We'll keep <laughs> All right. Um, we'll start with... Yeah, we'll start with you, Scott. Name three Canadian prime ministers. I can only do Justin. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know any of the before that. That's fair. That's fair. Okay. Uh, Randy, name uh, three Canadian prime ministers. Justin Trudeau, Stephen Harper, Jean Chrétien. Both uh, the last three. The easy I've ones. I've never even easy. heard those other names. Except you missed Paul I don't Martin. Think. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. So one point to Randy. Let's do that. Um, uh, Scott, how many provinces are in Canada? <laughs> like six. Six or seven? Is it more than that? I know there's Manitoba and Quebec. Yeah. And clearly no and British Columbia. Yeah. And, and yeah, okay. Snowfall. <laughs> um, Randy, how many provinces are there? Oh, it's going to be bad. I'm going to get the wrong answer. Is it 13? Well, technically, if you include territories, it's also it's 13. Yeah. But I was saying just provinces. Anyways. How do you have one... one Province called territories in plural. That doesn't really make sense. Well, no, no, no. We have, we have three territories and ten provinces. Yeah. I don't know why. What's the difference? I don't know. It's a different government body or something. Basically, the north of, okay. like, the provinces all run along the bottom of the country, and then there's three territories that encapsulate all of the north. And, yeah, we got Yukon, uh, okay. Northwest Territories, and uh, none of it. None of it, yep. Um, so, yeah, I'll give Randy half a point. He was he technically got it. I'll take it. Technically got it. So one point five to nothing. All right, cool. Uh, I don't know if you're a hockey fan, Scott, but uh, what's the last year a Canadian team won the Stanley Cup? Nineteen twenty six. Good lord, I hope not. <laughs> uh, Randy, what's? I didn't Google that either. That's wrong. <laughs> This is why it's fun, because I didn't prepare anybody for it. Uh, 93. <laughs> oh, boom. That's that's a, another point. Uh, bonus point. Good, good job. What team won? Montreal. Oh, that a boy. Randy's on fire. The Canadians <laughs> winning the Canadian contest. Surprise. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know what you're at now. What is that? Three and a half? Three and a half, half, yeah. Um, Scott, name the capital city of Canada. The capital city of Canada? Yeah. <laughs> Canada City. <laughs> it should be called that. <laughs> the, 
I'm going to start a petition that that's what we need to change it to. Randy, what's the capital city of Canada? <laughs> uh, Ottawa, Ontario, Canada. Boom. Okay, Ottawa. Here's a hard mode. <laughs> what was the first capital city of Canada? Oh, God. I'm not going to know this. Just guess. It's in Ontario, if that helps. Why? I assumed that. Uh, <laughs> Yorkton. <laughs> I think that's in Saskatchewan, isn't it? <laughs> no, there's Yorkton. Oh, is there? Okay. Uh, it's Kingston. Not that ah, it matters. Kingston. So nobody gets... Uh, I really should have done better on these geography questions because I did just watch Jim Gaffigan's comedy segment on Canada where he goes through <laughs> geography and cities fairly extensively, but I, I whiffed it. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Also, one of my degrees is in geography, but uh, oh, didn't help today. <laughs> well, that is something that Americans don't typically know anything about Canada. Do you find that that's the case? If it, it feels like that's the case, pretty much, pretty much. <laughs> I know very little, very little, and uh, you know, I know how to get around Victoria. Yeah, I can, yeah. I can find my way around Vancouver in a pinch. That's that's about it. That's what I got. <laughs> Well, if you can get around there, you can pretty much get around anywhere in Canada. Yeah. Okay. Um, Until they start speaking French. <laughs> yeah. Well, likewise. Once yeah. you pass Manitoba, it starts to get sketchier. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this one's super random, and it doesn't. I don't expect either of you to get it. I don't even know what the answer is. On average, how many pancakes are served every year at the Calgary Stampede? Do you know what the Calgary Stampede is, at least? I, I don't know. I assume that they chase a bunch of cows, and they <laughs> run, and... You're not wrong. You're not wrong. (laughs) Basically, it's uh, an annual... Like the running of the bulls with the Canadian version with... with Well, no, not not quite. Think of it like... It's like a giant uh, rodeo. Like a world, like a big world's county fair. Yeah. I'm going to say 450,000 pancakes. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. There's options here. There's options. I'll give you a multiple choice. Hold on. A, 50,000. B, 100,000. Or C, 200,000. So it's obviously less than what I said originally. I'm going to stay with the high number, 200 grand. 200 grand. Okay, Randy. Uh, 50, 100, or 200,000? I'm going to say 100,000. And Scott gets his first point. Hello. Fucking A. I don't know. I like pancakes. I think you have to give up your citizenship if you lose this. Um, Let's see here. Let's see here. What else is here? Um, those are boring. What was invented in Canada in 1883? A, the lacrosse stick, B, the fly swatter, or C, a baseball glove? I'm going to go with the fly swatter, because I think the lacrosse was more ancient than that. And baseball's American. (laughs) So by process of elimination, that (laughs) seems logical to me. Okay, Randy. Hmm. A, B, C, or Shit, you make a good argument, man. Uh, I'm going to say because we invented basketball that we started making baseball gloves, too. Oh, that's a point to Randy. Baseball glove is distinctly Canadian. Oh, damn it. Hello. God damn it. Not everything is American, Scott, yeah. okay? You invented it. We perfected it. You guys it. are co-opting our culture. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Cultural appropriation is actually legit what Canada is about. If, if Basically. Anything, yeah. Um, okay. What is the most purchased grocery item in Canada? A. Kraft Dinner. B. Shreddy cereal. Or C. Maple syrup. Now, Kraft Dinner is mac and cheese to you guys. Yeah, Katie. Yeah. I'm gonna. Uh, yeah, it sells big here too. I'm gonna say that's the bigger seller. 
Nice, bigger nice. than maple syrup. Oh, that's ballsy. It's ballsy. All right, all right, right. I know, I, I'm, I'm going with craft dinner too. Oh wow, wow. Okay, you're both right. Craft dinner, it is. <laughs> yeah. So I don't even know. What, I lost track. You're at what, like six and a half? Something He's like got that. two, something like that. Um, hey, I'm on the board. I'm gonna podium. I'm pretty happy about that. I'm feeling good. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're guaranteed silver for whatever that's worth. Um, it's like the meme where the guy's up there drinking and he ends up as like he's yeah. in fifth place. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, this one might be difficult for you, Scott, because you don't actually know these provinces. But uh, <laughs> which which Canadian province has the least amount of people? A. Newfoundland and Labrador. B. Prince Edward Island. Or C. New Brunswick. To preface that, they're all very small. They're all very very small. But which one has the least people? Sorry. I'm going to go with Newfoundland. Okay. Newfoundland. Newfoundland. PEI is small, but I feel like that's deceptive. Mm. Um, What's the last choice again? New Brunswick. I'm going to go with New Brunswick. Well, you are both wrong because you should have gone with your gut, (sighs) and it was Prince Edward Island. It's literally an island. It's got island right in the name, which implies (laughs) it's smaller. (laughs) I thought it was a trick question. It's too small. Um, Here we go. Randy should know this one. But the name Canada traces back to explorer Jacques Cartier who misunderstood the Iroquois word Canada and thought it meant country. What does Canada actually mean, Scott? A. Beautiful. B. Village. Or C. Large mosquitoes. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to go with the mosquitoes because it's the funnier one. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you come to Manitoba, we got some hella big mosquitoes. Oh, so. yeah. Yeah. yeah, I lived in Alaska for a while, so yeah, I've seen them. Oh, I've heard I've heard they swarm like crazy in Alaska because yeah, their like mating bats. season they're is so, so big. Long. Yeah, or mating season is so short. I mean, apparently they just come out in droves. Randy, what is it? <sighs> I actually don't know the answer. I'm going to say <laughs> village. Village, village, village. It is village. You are right. Okay. Um, that was our little, our little Canadian trivia round. I'm trying to think of anything else I should ask. Um... I don't know. I can't think of any other questions. Canada is a weird place. There's a lot of strange trivia. But you did okay. You got a couple of points. Just a couple of guesses. You nailed it. That's good. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm not sure. All right. Um, how many kids in the hall can you name? None. <laughs> I, yeah, hey. I got none. See, I could flip this. <laughs> <laughs> Please do. Ask some American things real quick. What do you got? Oh, American things real Most quick. Most of my American uh, knowledge comes uh, uh, from uh. Hamilton the Musical right now, so... <laughs> <laughs> I would have to Google some stuff to actually have some numbers, but what do I know off the top of my head? Um, what's the current murder capital in the United States? Ooh, that's interesting. Uh, that's the kind of stats we're aware of here. <laughs> I'm not going to give you a multiple choice. I'm going to say Chicago. Yep, it's an easy one. Sorry, I was supposed to let you answer. Oh, too. it's all good. <laughs> I was gonna say Chicago or Baltimore, so yeah, that's fun. Uh, what is the state motto of Washington State? Uh, white people only. Let me give you a couple <laughs> options. <laughs> the Evergreen State. Okay. America's fishery. I'm, 
I, I guess it's going to be a binary since I was so slow. It's obviously not the third option. <laughs> I'm going to go with uh, oh, crap, the Evergreen sorry, I could have done maybe a little better. I don't know. I, th- I think it is Evergreen Evergreen State. It is the Oregon yeah. Street. I don't know. Let me see. I didn't even know my own state model. I'm going <laughs> to. I think it was actually. I'm Googling it, and then I'm going to go, oh, yeah, it's that. I'm trying to think it was. It was either Washington State or Oregon that when they were first added as a state, they actually had it in their constitution that it was whites only. I forget which one it was. But yeah, it Oregon. We yeah. we were a racist utopia. <laughs> you used to have used to have to have written written papers from like an employer to be a black person to come through here and just do a job. Hmm. And there were no settlements hmm. allowed and it was, it was pretty rough. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's not our motto. Yeah. <laughs> no darkies is no longer the motto. Operation Get Behind Jordan the Darkies. Oregon State motto is actually Alice Volat Propris, which means she flies with her own wings. She flies with her own wings. Yeah, that, I don't know what that means. I think it's a Celine Dion song. <laughs> but our nickname is, I do like our nickname, the Beaver State. <laughs> Also a Celine Dion. And, you know, Portland, Oregon has the highest per capita number of strip clubs. I've heard that. In the United States. I've heard that. So we are the beaver state. (laughs) And we don't mess around. Like in California, there's a whole spectrum. Some of them are juice bars where they have to wear pasties and G-strings and all this stuff. Yeah. I don't know how explicit you want me to get in. But uh, the last time I went to the the closest strip bar here with a couple neighbors, I walked in, gave a guy some money for a drink to go to the bar and I sat down at the meat rack and within 10 seconds there was vulva and rectum just rubbed across my face which would give you a pink eye but I'm just tipping, just tipping. we don't have rules or any of that they get all up on you and you will get slug trails on your face slug yeah. <laughs> so if that's your bag you should come down I'll oh my you a tour. that's phenomenal yeah, they're pretty strict up here. Up here, it's basically there's no touching at all. They just yeah. come up, they do like a three song set, yeah. and then you can get private dances later at a table. But there's no touching, no, no nothing. No that man way. handling, and it's a sketch. Well, you don't have to touch it's here. They do all the touching for you. Yeah. <laughs> and they, they're pretty affirmative about it. So it's very right. safe. Yeah, they, your junk uh... will get squeezed. <laughs> this episode sponsored by Portland. Uh, <laughs> Slug trails, get them while they're hot. You don't want them too hot because that could be a sign of an infection. <laughs> yeah. Body temp. Room temperature. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but like I said, Saskatchewan, they're illegal. There's no there's no strip clubs, legit strip clubs in the province of Saskatchewan. It's uh, sad, really. Yeah. Um, but that's okay. Nobody goes girls, to Saskatchewan. Really. For the girls. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah, and also yeah, I mean, Saskatchewan. We celebrate sex workers. We elevate them. Yeah, as we should. Which is good. The world's as oldest profession. Should. Yeah, from it's the a beaver job. State. Somebody's got to do it. Yeah, people are going to pay for it, right? Mm-hmm. Anyway, okay. So, as of now, um, we're going to start dialing it down. But what? Uh, so your post is now that was September 9th, and you posted a, I guess a, a whatever, an update. And stuff, and it has has have things slowed down at least? Are things because right now it has four point three thousand likes, almost twenty five hundred comments, seventeen thousand shares. Um, what's the state of of your uh, 
I guess your mental health regarding social media right now? <laughs> uh, it, it, it had a, a lifespan of seven days. Yep. At seven days, it by and large stopped. Just like slug trees. I still get a little <laughs> bit of traffic on the follow-up thread. Yeah. And also I have some people, because all my shit's just public. I just, I'm no friends of friends stuff. My stuff just wide open. Right. I So uh, uh, on other kind of unrelated, but, you know, science or something about the environment or whatever, I'll do other posts. And people will come into those threads and copy and paste my original fires are a hoax post. <laughs> like they're outing me or telling <laughs> on me or something. I'm like, you hypocritical hypocritical piece of shit yeah. you said this before and now you're saying this now and I, yeah, but people aren't really engaging with me and fighting with me anymore the uh that follow-up thread it, 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 so many people said well you've got to say this is a joke and mark this as sarcasm or whatever but if you go look out here comes my satire it does kind of ruin the joke exactly so we're sure. talking about that in that follow-up post and like one person got really angry at me like that's not even an apology i'm like if you read either post, I don't feel I have anything to apologize for. Yeah. Other right. than, sorry, you're a fucking idiot. So, <laughs> so well, yeah. uh, typically I keep, other than something that I find wry and amusing and not too inflammatory, I keep my political views largely off Facebook. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Since this, though, I've definitely not offered anything else original and I'm not going to go viral again on purpose anytime soon. <laughs> but I am finding that some of my opinions are slipping out just a little bit more. So, I don't know. Yeah, the death (laughs) threats have stopped, and it's all right. It was it was an interesting week, though. Yeah, for sure. I did start to get fatigued after a few days, and stopped staying up late to watch it hit Australia and stuff like that. (laughs) But uh, it it was exciting. It was definitely, and I don't know if you read that follow up post, but I did. Yeah, it was like this accidental social (laughs) experiment that I did not intend to undertake, but just the different groups that people fell into. I am happy to say that the majority of people that got close there for a while did seem to get it. And a whole lot of people like really appreciated it. Yeah, for sure. And you know, I'm not above a little bit of flattery. People calling me a genius, women wanting to buy me a drink, (laughs) things like that. I enjoy the attention, but I'm I'm glad it's over. Yeah. All right. Uh, Speaking of, you know, what you were satirizing in the post, how is the COVID situation out in Oregon and, and where you are as a whole? Well, I guess I'll get into this just a little bit. On my street, we've been pretty careful. Um, uh, uh, I've had some health problems historically, so I'm in a higher risk group. Uh, I'm able to work from home. Um, So we've been able to be pretty careful. My neighbor next door, hardcore righty, anti-masker, keeps having parties. He and his wife both (laughs) came down with it. She got really sick. Hasn't changed his behavior at all. And uh, uh, he keeps like inviting me over to his parties and, and etc. Like, no man, <laughs> fuck off. No, I'm not going to come. Yeah. He built a, a, a projector setup in a theater in his garage. I hang out in my garage. I have uh, 3D printers running and some arcade machines and stuff like that. Cool. Good nice. stereo. So I'll hang out there to have a beverage or whatever. So he did his own thing, his own dueling garage over there. He has a bar in the back, a separate building with a bar in the back. But I, I'm pretty sure it's just a irritate me i don't know or to snake more people in that walk by to get people to drink with him but after a few weeks of that i did want to be polite and usually and historically have done this like his tech work and helped him with his computers and av and shit right i'm like hey man 
head over there to uh, look at his projector and his sound setup and and uh, just admire it. Because he's a close talker, he'll get 18 inches from your face and spit into your eyes and open mouth and stuff. Really? Put on a face shield. I walked over there and said, hey, man, I just wanted to check out your projector. And he got all fucking shitty with me about it. I'm like, <laughs> all right, I'm out. Yeah. Left. I did actually, I did actually yell at him a couple times from my own driveway, and it got a little comical, and wasn't necessarily my best moment, but <laughs> he definitely started it. Yeah, I was just right. trying to be polite. He was offended. He's like, "We're not a, a there's no one infected here." Like, I, I don't know that man. You have people over here all the time. Your kids yeah. hang out with all the other kids, and For sure. come and go. And your daughter had a birthday the other day, and there were 15 teenagers in your backyard. Uh, yeah, but yes, to him, he's a the COVID's a hoax guy. Despite the fact that both he and his wife got it, oh, right. he uh, he works for the city of Portland, and they uh, they were all furloughed for a period of time, and then they came back to work. And he was becoming unpopular with some of his coworkers. He's a dick anyway, but he was talking about, <laughs> uh, I don't have to worry about the COVID. My family's healthy; it doesn't matter. Even if we get it, we'll be fine. Then they're back at work for a little bit. He and his wife get it. They have to quarantine for 14 days. He goes back to work and he's kind of bragging about it. My family's fine. Coworkers complained, went all the way up to the union, like they don't want him back at work. Yeah. So right. he's in such denial about it. <laughs> he, he is in the union, so he is just sitting there getting paid. Yeah. Right. But uh, but his coworkers don't want him back at work and he's still like, there's no problem here. It's yeah. Whatever. That sums it up pretty well. That's sort of. Similarly, here in many ways, and also in much of the U.S., that that's sort of the the feeling. I don't know. We're both pretty. Uh, we believe it, <laughs> whatever yeah. that means. Yeah. And our um, province is going mandatory masks indoor public spaces wow. as of tomorrow. So. Just in Winnipeg. Well, yeah. Sorry, yeah. Winnipeg and seventeen other yeah. communities around us. So I mean, we'll see how it goes. I guess. Uh, but anyway. Not to cut this too short, we'll have to come have you back on because this was a lot of fun. We yeah, need, for sure. We need to have a whole. I dis- would love to come back anytime, yeah. and next time I'll like. We could discuss a bit or two, and I'm glad to do some prep, and <laughs> you know, instead of just talking out of my ass. <laughs> it was I'm good. Pretty good at talking out of my ass. But it was good. I, I could do both. That's the only reason we have the show is that we talk out of our ass, basically. Um, but that being said, it was it was a lot of fun, and I'm glad that I saw your post and that I appreciated the satire. I was going to say. Like you mentioned, the only way satire works is if a small percentage at least falls for it. Yeah. Because otherwise it's just pissing in the wind, right? Yeah. It does make it better. Yeah. It does make yeah. it better. Yeah. If not, everybody's in if on the joke. If everyone's in on the joke, it's yeah. kind of less less funny. Yeah, for, for sure. sure. So, um, but it just goes from amusing to frightening. There's that line there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Navigated it. Especially Again, the if you, if you saw my follow-up post, it's like, I've had a good run. If I get shot, I get shot. <laughs> more curious to see where this goes that's uh more morbid than i would probably do it but that's all on you you have fun with that buddy boy uh that's it thank you for joining us scott it was a lot of fun it was awesome Uh, it's great guys is there anything you want to plug uh anytime yeah man do you you have any uh social media (laughs) i mean people can find you already i guess do you have any uh (laughs) websites or anything you want to promote uh not really if anyone wants to uh, get more information on how to get a hold of me and kill me (laughs) <laughs> my uh, uh, company website is at slamco.us. You can find my email address and phone number there. Or if you just want some writing or some help with some infosec or uh, an IT project or something like that, I don't know who in your audience is going to want my help or any of that. I make a pretty mean website. I don't know. 
anything like that. We but, could use uh, a website if you're feeling generous. By and large, I'm overemployed. <laughs> I'm doing all right. I don't really have stuff to to promote. Hey, my wife has a jewelry site we launched during the quarantine, DangerDina.com. Nice. She does metal forming with like antlers and crystals and hippy dippy bullshit like that. <laughs> but her stuff is really pretty. Cool. And again, DangerDina.com, D-E-E-N-A. So awesome. if I sold a couple pieces for her today, I'm sure she'd like that. Nice. Might nice. be a blowy we'll in it for me. I don't know. Yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Little brownie points, brownie points. All right, man. Uh-huh. Uh, thank you again for joining us. We'll definitely be in touch because uh, I think there's more from uh, from our friend in Portland. Absolutely. Yeah. Come on down to Portland. I, I do want to show you the <laughs> one more phenomenon on those titty bars. So if you come down <laughs> to Portland, we have plenty of extra bedrooms. The girls now at the club that we go to, it's pretty raunchy there. They all have butt plugs in with big giant, like fake diamonds on the outside, and they show them to you. And like, I don't know who's looking for that in their stripper, but I mean, they take them out and show you and wink it and stuff like that. But I don't. I mean, is, is that something you'd be into? A big pink looks like a doorknob coming out of a girl's ass. Yeah. Uh, I, I I tipped more for the novelty points, but anyway, right. I'm off point. If you ever get down to Portland. I'd love to give you the tour of the best clubs. Sounds good. Sounds good, man. <laughs> uh, okay, if, man. Uh, yeah, it ain't no stripper if it's not bedazzled. Awesome, man. Well, uh, <laughs> have a good day. Stay safe. Uh, good luck with everything. Cheers. We'll, we'll talk to you All soon. All right, guys. Take care. See you later. Peace. Bye-bye. <laughs> and, and now it's just <laughs> us. Um, that, <laughs> that was great. That was we basically touched on a lot of things that uh, <laughs> I wasn't expecting to, but that's right. great. Um, what a conversation to come out of a... A whim for a shared Facebook post. Yep. Yep. I literally just commented. I was like, hey, man, if you want to talk about it on a podcast in Manitoba, feel free. And uh, he's like, can I swear or can I use the F word on it? And I was like, I'd be a little bit disappointed (laughs) if you didn't. Yeah. And then he's like, all right, I'm in. So now we're friends. Perfect. So if you need to go to Portland and get yourself a little entertainment. Yeah, I mean, slug trails, man. (laughs) (laughs) That's like my new favorite thing. (laughs) That might have to be the title of the episode. Absolutely. <laughs> anyway, folks, check us out on Instagram at Two Idiots Podcast, on Facebook, Two Idiots Podcast, and on Twitter, Two Idiots Show. And by email, Double Idiots Podcast at gmail.com. Oh, yeah. And on YouTube. You might be watching this already, but you for those be. that are listening, if you want to watch our ugly mugs and, and, and our guests and such, um, go to search Two Idiots Podcast on YouTube. We are the only active one. There's a couple others there, but mm-hmm. they're all they're all bad. They're garbage. Yeah, we're the best. Just come yeah. watch us. We're tremendous. Huge. Huge. We're the best. The biggest podcast. The best. In trust me. Trust us. We're the best. <laughs> um, yeah, definitely check us out and uh, subscribe, rate, review. <laughs> pick, pick my nose on the video. <laughs> I was scratching Smart it. Man. I was scratching it. Okay? I've been very like conscious because I'm like a nail biter and shit. I'm yeah. like, okay, I gotta watch what I do now. <laughs> I was scratching my nose, but it looks like I was picking it. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, anyway, uh, yeah, folks. Thank you for listening. Hope you enjoy. Subscribe, rate, review, all that jazz. Um, yeah, and we're out. I think we're out of here. Okay. Bye. Bye.